It's Wired, the Pistons podcast, presented by Jeep. Here's your host, Matt Derry. And good morning, everybody. One day after the NBA trade deadline has come and gone on a Friday morning, Pistons now without Andre Drummond getting ready for a game against Oklahoma City on the road this evening at 8 o'clock. It is Wired Pistons. Matt Derry with you. We're going to talk to Pistons senior advisor to Tom Gorris, Ed Stefanski momentarily, get his thoughts on why he pulled the trigger on this Andre Drummond trade in case you missed it. The two-time All-Star big man been here nine years. Andre Drummond is no longer a Piston, heading to Cleveland. And the Cavaliers, in exchange for two expiring contracts, veteran Brandon Knight, yes, BK7 is back, John Henson, and a future 2023 second-round pick. Many people will say, wait a minute, that's only that's it? That's the haul you get back for a, a, a 2020 guy, uh, the leading rebounder in the NBA? But... Hey, trade deadline, the Pistons wanted to get out from underneath that contract. They weren't sure if he would opt in, opt out. If he opts in, next year he's on the hook for $28 million. And this does finally signify that this team is rebuilding, getting younger, going with younger players. And I think that should be exciting for fans. You're going to get a first-round pick in here that likely will be pretty high. You're going to see the likes of Svee and, 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 and Sekou and, and some of the young guys, Bruce Brown, Christian Wood, play a lot more here down the stretch. Um, and you look to the future now. Blake Griffin will still be a part of that. We'll ask Ed Stefanski about Derek Rose. Will Luke Kennard be a part of that? But Andre Drummond uh, did all he could here, played very, very well for a long, long time, and was here through a lot of different coaches, a lot of different systems, some high points, a lot of low points, and now he is headed to Cleveland to play for John Beeline and the Cavaliers. Right, let's bring him in right now, the senior advisor under Pistons owner Tom Gorris, the man running the front office, Ed Stefanski. Trade deadline has uh, come and gone. Pistons were active certainly yesterday. Ed gives us a couple minutes here on Wired Pistons. What's up, Ed? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Tell me about uh, yesterday. Did it come down to the very end? What, what was the day like? And, and you finally pulled the trigger on the deal with Cleveland. Yeah, it was... Uh... It was definitely, it took, uh, we, we've been on the phones active for the last three weeks or so, but like always the trade deadlines, for whatever reason, teams come firing in at the end, and uh, uh, Cleveland came in uh, the night before, uh, Wednesday night, I guess, and uh, uh, we talked about a deal for Andre, and it got done late in the afternoon, uh, probably past 1 o'clock before the 3 o'clock deadline. So does this move signal an official rebuild with the Detroit Pistons? I would have to say yes. Uh, you know, uh, making a move on Andre, who's who's a uh, uh, a player that's been here since he was drafted. Uh, you know, I guess going back, looking before the season, on paper, we had made some moves that we were real excited about, uh, keeping the core together and then having uh, – getting Derrick Rose and Markeith Morris and picking up uh, Christian Wood, uh, Kennard getting another year under his belt. We said, hey, we're, we'll, we'll be solidly in the playoff hunt and maybe can make some noise. And injuries did not allow that. We got killed with the injury bug. Uh, we never put the starting lineup as never played this year that we had proposed in the summertime. And so... Uh, we felt that it was time that we had to look to rebuild and we couldn't do that in the sense without getting our salary cap in order and with uh, Andre's uh, large 
number for next year with a player option, his option, uh, we felt it was necessary that we uh, make that move. You know, and you read a lot of the reports, and I know you're out there and, and, and seeing everything that, that people are putting out, whether on social media and everything else, but a lot of speculation that you guys were fearful that he'd opt in based on the large number for next year, and obviously he had made a, a point over the summer to kind of say, hey, I, I'm probably going to opt out, and these things go as the season goes, but how much of a fear factor was there that you, you couldn't start the rebuild quicker if he, if he was still around? Well, yeah, I mean, we made that decision that we had to take it out of, uh, we couldn't wait to see what that player option was, if, if what Andre decided to do. We would take that by making a trade, then take it out of the hands and start the rebuild uh, now as opposed to waiting another year to start it. All right, Ed, so other guys have expirings, Langston Galloway. Of course, you have to make a decision on Luke Kennard uh, down the road as well, uh, pretty near near to this. Um, there were some reports about you talking to Phoenix about Kennard. How close was something uh, there with Luke? Well, I won't get into any particular teams and players. Uh, we, we were, As I said, we've been active for a while, talking to a lot of teams about uh, various uh, options we had. Uh, we feel uh, very strongly about Luke. Uh, what Luke did from last year to this year, a very nice rise as a basketball player. Uh, we think he's, uh, uh, well, we know offensively he's a special player, uh, shooting the three over 40%. He's a terrific ball handler. He can run the high uh, pick and roll. He sees the floor. So all those things, That's it's no shock that the rest of the NBA uh, saw the same thing. So we feel comfortable uh, keeping Luke, and when, as we're starting this rebuild, that he could be a part of it. Uh, we felt comfortable with that. What, what, is it making matters a little bit easier for you in terms of moving players and, and, and getting younger that a guy like Svi is, is played so well that, that you can entertain at least conversations for Luke Kennard? Is that accurate? Well, I don't look at it that way. I don't think you can get as enough uh, ball handlers and shooters on the court. Uh and I don't know, this game has been evolving, it evolves all the time, and it used to be a big man's game years and years ago uh, with the way the rules have changed with uh, guarding on the perimeter and it's given them the offense an advantage. Uh, with the three-point line, you, you see more and more threes every year, and especially in the last five years, that's skyrocketed. You see what my good friend Mike D'Antoni is doing in Houston playing without a center. Um, this is all interesting time, I, and I think for the fans, well, it's interesting for me, and I'm a gym rat, to see how this all shakes out because uh, it, it, everybody in this league is kind of a copycat league. So I'll, I'll be curious on the trend, how, how basketball is going. It's been it's going to a perimeter game, that's definite, but now it's even going more, uh, and especially what Mike's doing down in Houston. Ed Stefanski with me. You're leading me to my next question. D'Antoni and, the fo- D'Antoni and the folks in Houston just traded Clint Capella. People were complaining about the haul the Rockets got back for a guy like that. And, and obviously here with the Pistons, if you're just waking up this morning going, wait a minute, this is an all- two-time All-Star big man, and we got two expirings back and a second rounder. Is that part of the reason why that's the haul you got back is teams are shying away from that uh, you know, 80s, 90s prototypical five? Well, I mean, I think as I just said, I think it's a factor in what's happening in the game. And I think with Andre, the biggest factor was he has a player option. 
So it, he controlled uh, what would happen, and that was very difficult for other teams to not know if Andre would opt in. They'd have another year with him. So would you give up uh, assets knowing you have another year or not knowing he'd even play for you after this rest of this year? What would you give up? So I think that was the biggest factor with Andre. Tom Gorris, uh, the owner, is extremely close with, with Andre. What was uh, – how did he take this whole thing? Yeah, this Tom's been fantastic. I mean, uh, he hires people to give him advice. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he relies on us to give him the, the right uh, – lead him in the right direction. Now, Tom's a, Tom's a very, very successful business person, but he listens. He asks a lot of great questions. And – Yes, he has a he. He absolutely loves Andre, and uh, it was a hard hard move. But he understands what happened this year and the window we had uh, with uh, the core players just got blown up this year due to injury. There was nothing we could do about it, and it just uh, made this uh, rebuild uh, move quicker. Was this your call to rebuild, and and and, and when? I guess, did everybody sit down and go, all right, it's time to pull the plug on I'm trying to make the playoffs? Well, I, I wouldn't say it's my decision. I, I, we have a very good front office. Uh, we've been talking about it, what we could do. The we, When we got here, we had uh, really no cap space to work with the last two years. Now we're, we're building that up. That gives us flexibility in either, A, acquiring players or acquiring, acquiring assets uh, to make this happen. So... You know, we'll, we'll keep developing these young players, and we've been happy with where Bruce Brown, Spee, McCulloch has gotten to, uh, where uh, Kennard has improved, Christian Wood, it was a good pickup off the waiver, he's improving. And we think the rookie, uh, I'm not shocked, he's like a roller coaster right now at, <laughs> at, the, age of ni- at the age of 19, he's going to show glimpses of wow, which he has, and then he's going glimpses of where where is he on the court. So, uh they're all the things we got to build on, and but but it's exciting to build on these younger players, and we, we have all our draft picks, and we got we have to keep drafting well. I, I like Seku. Eh, don't send him to Grand Rapids. I, I know I'm just I'm I'm, I'm spitballing and, and I'm not objective at the moment here on this, but I I li- I really like what I see here. You got to be excited. Yeah, uh, we are, and uh, he's 19. Right. Uh, I think everyone should think back when they were 19, and uh, he's he's going to go growing pains up and down. And uh, Casey's uh, Coach Casey, I think, is the right guy for him because Coach Casey will discipline him, but then he'll put his arm around him and hug him when he needs it. And uh, yeah, as I said, I've seen enough so far to say the kid has talent, and if he is uh, the right kid, that with the right mental approach that we think he has, and he'll work hard at his craft, he's going to be a nice player. But again, it's early, and he has to give uh, all the focus in on becoming the best player he can. People will certainly ask, and I'll ask it. You've got some veteran players. Blake Griffin's contract, very difficult to move, but Derek Rose's uh, isn't. It's a really favorable one. Uh, Why not move him? Well, Derek uh, Rose was a uh, uh, the front office did a real nice job in, in getting him here. You said favorable contract. Yes, he's done well. Uh, we it would have to be a really, really nice deal to to move Derek in order to start uh, you know 
you know, kick this off, this rebuild, uh, if we could have got what we wanted to, to uh, help the rebuild. But we didn't really get uh, something that we, we felt that would we'd rather keep him because he is a terrific basketball player. He's on a favorable contract. And he has done just a great job with the young guys. And we're, go- we're going younger now. You need some veteran leadership. You have to have something there. He is perfect at what he does. He not only he leads in the locker room, but he also leads on the court, as you can see. He's, he's a fan favorite. He's a, one of the favorites. I love watching the kid play basketball. And I think he, he'll help as, as we move forward here. How much does Arn tell him and, and his relationship with Derek play in, in your decision making on, on Derek's future here? Zero. That's fair. What about Blake Griffin and um, and his and his uh, movements going forward? How's he doing health wise? And is he yeah, good? And is he good with this? Blake's back. Uh, I give the guy. You know, when you get injuries and you got to you lose the season and you got to rehab, I, I, I can't imagine how hard that is mentally and uh, he does a uh, just uh, he's doing a terrific job there and and it'll be good because when the summer rolls around the rehab of the injury will be behind him it'll be strictly basketball and and we believe that's crucial on him getting ready for next year there are some long rebuilds, Ed. I know you've been a part of some. And, uh, I have uh, no idea how long. <laughs> that, that is a, that's impossible. I just say to the fans, uh, you, you know, you have to be patient. You have to have fun watching the young guys. Uh, there's, we're going we're gonna to create players. You know, we're going to get players here that will give us hope, just like Saku. You know, he's, as I said, he's a roller coaster. And if we can keep getting players with that kind of size and body and, 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 and have talent, that's the thing. We got we got to make it in the draft, and we got to be smart with this free agency money and uh, not just in get, acquiring players, but maybe acquiring assets to get future uh, players. Will you try to buy out uh, Reggie Jackson? I, uh, we are not even there yet. We just try to get through the, the uh, trade deadline, and then we'll address everything else. Ed, always appreciate the time and uh, your candidness at always, and uh, thanks so much. Have a great day. Senior advisor to Tom Gorris, Ed Stefanski, joining me on Wired, the Pistons podcast brought to you by Jeep. You hear his comments. Yes, Andre did put that tweet out. Uh, you got to wish him the best. I think the Pistons are doing the right thing, certainly, by getting out from underneath that contract. And Quite honestly, you don't want to go into next year, you know, wallowing at seven, eight, nine, ten again for three straight years. And you start this process by dumping salary. And Andre Drummond's salary is now off the books. It's not a worry. Will he opt in? Will he opt out? Got to get this thing started now. And there's some good young pieces on this team. Now, maybe this Christian Wood is something. You sign him again this summer. You've got his bird rights. You can give him the most of anybody. And that's your that's your five man moving forward. Christian Woods just needed some coaching. I think Dwayne Casey's done wonders for Christian Wood. I think the Pistons player development staff is excellent. Svee's gotten better. Seku's gotten better. Bruce Brown, Christian Wood, Kennard, uh, they've all improved. Uh, I, I I commend the Pistons for doing this. Again, I think many fans will say that's it. That's all you got back for him. It's not about that. It's about getting out from underneath a contract that you weren't even sure you could get out from underneath this summer. So we appreciate Ed Stefanski for joining us here on Wired Pistons trade deadline special. Again, Oklahoma City 
on the road tonight at 8 o'clock, and then the Knicks are here Saturday night, tomorrow night, at Little Caesars Arena. Hope to see you at the place for Detroit and New York. We'll talk to you again next week.